This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. It's time for the JJO Morning Show 646 Fix. Talk dirty to me, please. Sex Fix brought to you by our equipment. Looking for a new piece? Our equipment Dodgeville has hose. Yanmar track hose and mini back hose. Call the barrier deep experts at our equipment. 608-935-9355. 608-935-9355. Check out the letter R, equipment.com for the entire Yanmar series. Shh. Maria. Maria. How you doing? Hey, uh, what's going on? Can I tell you guys that I love you, by the way? God, oh, not, I love you, not too. Not this again. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I, I, not only do I love you, but I respect you and your opinion, which is why oh, I'm calling. Oh, my goodness. Nobody else is taking her call. There you go. <laughs> Lynette's, Lynette's probably knocked up in the bathroom. She's doing some girl stuff. Yeah, that's fine. We'll what? take it. What is happening? So what's up, Maria? All right. <laughs> How do you guys feel about telling your best friend in the world that her boyfriend, soon to be fiance, is a complete asshole? We feel, we feel good about it. I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> uh, thanks for calling. I've told my besties <laughs> that I do not like their partners. It's kind of your duty. Really? Yeah. It's kind of your duty because then when it all comes crashing down, your friends will be like, I tried. And you have to be like, hey, dude, I tried. Because otherwise they're going to be like, why didn't you say yeah, anything? You want to be on record. Having, right. You having, have to be on record. Yeah, you have to be. For, as a friend, especially a bestie, you're, you have to, it is your job to have the uncomfortable conversations with that person. Even... If it will totally break her and she's already a little unstable. Oh. <laughs> well, then she can call us Aren't back. We all? The, she can call us back in the next sex fix and bitch about you. <laughs> so what do you do with a friend who didn't tell, who, t- who was too honest? Well, I, and that, you know, there has to be a certain oh delicacy into, to this. Turn into Bobcat there for a I, minute. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about these friends of mine. They're total assholes. They tell me I they know what I'm thinking before oh, I... We're merging into Regis. Before I'm thinking <laughs> of these women. They keep calling and they don't know anything. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, just you got you to be delicate about it, I suppose. Why don't you like what, him? What, tell what, me why you don't like this man. Yeah, what, tell me the worst of the worst. Um, the worst? It's all bad. I mean... <laughs> what's, the, what's, the, what's the low... What's the low point? He's an incredible okay, asshole. Okay, the low... The lowest... It, I'm not... It's a tie between him cheating on her and selling drugs. What kind oh, of drugs? You know, hit, also hitting on me. The, like, Biatch wants to know... <laughs> Biatch wants to know when he's going to be on the west side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no drugs. That's don't do drugs, kids. Uh, uh, so drugs and what's the other one? What's the other big one? Cheating, clearly. Uh, che- cheating, and not only cheating, like with several people, but hitting on me. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, there, you gotta. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. You gotta tell her. You have to what, tell her. Was there booze involved? 
It doesn't matter. Yeah, you're uh, right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're right. It doesn't matter. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I was best man for a buddy of mine who got married, and I was living over uh, on PD. And we had the bachelor party at our house because it, it was a huge four-bedroom apartment I lived in. And we had a bachelor party over there, and uh, we had strippers, I don't know, three, four strippers. And uh, the guy that was uh, going to get married the following weekend yeah, boned the stripper. No, no. He did, and I'm, and I'm, and I, I was, I was actually pissed because his fiance is a lovely, lovely lady, yeah. and I was actually. That's you. that's the reaction I, I, and this was years and years. And years. Uh, they're still together, but I, I'll no. tell you what, I was actually. And then some people say, "Well, don't have a stripper over if you don't want a stripper sit on your face." But uh, I, I actually almost said something. Yeah. To her, but I, it, I would have detonated. Right. People were in town. No. Right, and she's not your bestie. He is. Right, exactly. And that's your loyalty. But so I get you it. gotta. Dirty. I know. Doesn't that just make you want to punch a man? <laughs> yeah. Anyone will do. <laughs> um, I yeah. You just I would have the come to Jesus meeting. And be like, look, I'm gonna tell you something, and you ain't gonna like it. But I have to tell you because if it was me, I would want you to tell me without a doubt. And then, I don't know. And then be ready for fireworks, I suppose. But you can't live with that on your conscience. That'll eat you alive. It's weird you haven't formed like a, like a, uh, what's the meeting from Lord of the Rings? What was the group that decided to go take the ring back? What were they called? That movie is just about, it's a walking club. I know, but they, 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 they. They named their group that took the the, the fellowship of the ring. You need a fellowship to boot the asshole. Yeah, the fellowship was also known as the Company of the Ring, the Nine Walkers. Yeah. There you go. And uh, I'm shocked that no one, why the guy is still around if he's that flawed. Because he's he's. Super manipulative. Yeah, okay. He's, right. he's a pro. He is a mm-hmm. pro. Yeah. And that's tough. Are you her Trust bestie? Are, the are, you, are you her bestie, bestie ever? BFFs, yeah. Yeah. And that's tough, dude. I know I've watched friends get manipulated by partners, and my friends have watched me get manipulated by partners, and it sucks. But you know what? They, they said something. They, they, the three people closest to me all said something while they were watching it go down. And they were like, just so you know, this is what I'm seeing. And mm-hmm. it, t- it took a while for me to see what they saw. And maybe she will if you come forward. And maybe she has a feeling that that's what's going on. And she just needs confirmation. Because if she's being manipulated, she doesn't know up from down wouldn't, right Wouldn't now. it be great if you actually had video evidence? If she had video evidence of... Some secret Watergate, deep, deep throat, deep fake, deep throat. <laughs> you can be, you can be deep throat. Show her the video. He he, he has an arrest record online. Oh like wow! You can actually find it. Wow! But trust me, he will talk his way out. Girls, of it. Girl, right, girls, right. Girls like bad boys. Well, and who? If he's a manipulator, oh, God, they're the worst. He's a pro. A pro. Mm. Yep, but it's your duty to tell her what's what. It really is. You know, that's what. What if you send her 
an anonymous letter through the United States Postal Service. That's not being a very good bestie. <laughs> Signed a person that looks a lot like their best friend. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, I, if it's that bad, I would go in. I would go in. And, and uh, believe me, she'll love you for it. Because think about if all of this comes out after the she, relationship implodes, which it will, right? Mm-hmm. If all of it comes out and she knows that you knew and didn't say anything mm-hmm. to her, now not only did her partner F her over, but her best friend did too. And so it's like a double betrayal. Well, when you put it that way, (laughs) yeah, that makes sense. And you just want to be on the right end of that, you know? A manipulative guy that seems coked out of his mind all the time. We're not talking about Don Jr., are we? Oh, dude, toast me on. Toast me. Come on. Toast. Thanks, man. Coffee break. Coffee break. (sighs) Delicious. All right, then. Go forth and uh, reveal. I believe in you. You need to have a big reveal. You, yeah, it's going to suck. She probably knows she's marrying an asshole, but I, she's stuck. Right. And that's mm-hmm. that's usually where you get. You get to that point, you're like, well, I can't stop now. Right. Period. I'm sure she has an inkling. And it's your first time, and you want to make, you know, and it's a right. big deal, you know. I, yeah. I get it. That's why some of us have been married seven or eight times. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, sorry. I think you got it right this time. Get Bye. in there. Get in there and do your fr- yep. friendly duty. Yep. Be a good bestie. Yep. Okay. I want this guy to go down well, now, too. He sounds like a jerk. Like I know. I know. You have no idea. You have no idea. Uh, say, right, I'll do it. Say, I'll I, do it. say that again. Say, I have no idea, but put a really big emphasis on no idea. Oh, you have no idea. No idea. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I love you. A little horny for some reason. I don't know why. All right, uh, uh, listen. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Okay. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system? Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. (laughs) If anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. I was just talking about this. Yesterday, with Crystal from the barn. Let me take a deep breath. We cover the hard issues at the barn, dude. Uh, Four-day work week has been a dream for years. Yes! Daydream, if you think about it, right? Would I work an eight-hour air shift to have a Friday off? Oh, yeah. I didn't even bother that, bro. Oh, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The world's biggest four-day work week pilot has just launched in the U.K., it doesn't even involve you putting in longer days on the four days you yeah, are working. Pe- people are more productive, aren't they? We don't know. The experiment has just begun. Oh, come on. It will last six months. It's, Dude, I guarantee you people will be more productive. I guarantee you. I like th- this uh, illusion that you, when you go to work for 40 hours a day, you get 40 hours of work done. <laughs> 40 hours a week, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do, do five days at... 
five hours. Okay, I bet you'll see productivity go up. Well, and with COVID and people we st- working from home. Why don't you start there? Work five days, five hours a week, a day. Right. And and test that out. Right. And I guarantee you people will be more motivated to get out of there at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. The experiment's going to last six months. It involves 3,300 workers spanning 70 companies, ranging from banks to fish and chip restaurants. Oh, fish and chips. Oh. During the program, workers receive their full pay for working only 80% of their usual week in exchange for promising to maintain 100% of their productivity. The idea is to improve workers' mental health and well-being. What? (laughs) Get out of here. Chewing your stupid mental health out of here. Go do your job. Maggot. Why do you care? Oh, man. Uh, the program is being run by a nonprofit in association with multiple groups of researchers. So while it probably won't lead to any immediate change, especially here, uh, if it goes smoothly, the studies that are produced from it could inspire individual companies to give it a good old try. All right. You know, I mean. Just define the job for the pay you get, and if you get it done in four days, that's great. If you get it done in five, that's fine. Now, there's jobs here, you know, for instance, you know, we have music directors and, and the daily stuff that has to go on to make these stations stay on the air. Take this job and shove I ain't working here no more. Oh. A woman done left and took all the reason I wasn't working for. Would you rather have a well-rested worker than somebody who's drained by friday and just like well sure but i mean you start thinking about we have a worker shortage man so you know you think like our healthcare workers god they just get used and abused there's there's no way them folks can't do a four-day work week because there ain't nobody to cover the other day right you know what i'm saying right on um and you know even like our restaurant friends they're super short staffed. So how are they? What are they? Are they supposed to close one extra day? Well, then that's you know a whole day you're not making any monies. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> it's the beginning of the end, folks. Yeah, I mean it does have a lot to do with your type of business. I mean, mm-hmm. you're right. An IKEA needs probably a hundred people <laughs> to keep that thing going. Seven days a week. Right. 24 hours. Who's going to make the meatballs? Who's going to make the meatballs? You need a meatball guy. Yeah. Hi. Hey, I know it can't work for everybody, but automotive industry, I've noticed a few shops around here. What they do is they pretty much sit everybody down and say, uh, you want Saturdays off, so you don't got to work half a Saturday no more, you know? Put it in fourth year all day long, and they have, and the employees are way happier because they don't got to work half a Saturday no more. Yeah, totally. Night. Imagine only having a day and a half off. Oh, my God. I, w- I wouldn't get anything done. Exactly. Yeah. So it does make a difference. For sure. Well, and I love that idea of having a pro- the productivity goal. Get this done. Produce X amount of whatever. And then and if you get it done on Thursday, then you can get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Whatever. Exactly. Just monitor it. You want to stand outside half a day Tuesday, then guess what? You're working Saturday. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. So. I love it. Wait. Uh, and Char- uh, hello, check, check. <laughs> I turned my uh, headphones down. And you thought you lost your voice? I thought we were off the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, 
Am I dead? Weird. Oh. See, this is why I need to work three days a week. I start... Get twitchy. It's only Tuesday. I, get, bro. I, I hear the voices by Friday. Huh. Uh, what's this? Clawson quality chocolates. There they go. They work four days a week. Yeah. They work those 10 hour, 10 to 12 hours. Now, Clawson, they set you up, and this is not a uh, you know a cheap plug, but um now if you want to work there, this is a, a pretty cool setup, pretty cool system they got. If you want to work a day off your schedule, they'll pay you double time. Yeah. I mean <laughs> that's I feel like you're taking advantage of them. That's amazing. Right. And the, and the people that work there, all the people I've talked to that work there anyway, are very, very happy. Yeah. So if you do want, you know, if you've got nothing going on a weekend, you've got that option to make a ton of money. And if not, you know, go, go get out, strap the kayak on, get out of here. Yeah. You know, Thursday night, you could be at a campground for literally four nights. Oh, man. You know, whatever. Legit. <laughs> totally so we'll see how that goes. I think people get bored working those long hours, those long days. Now, if you watch 9 to 5 with Dolly Parton, remember there's a lot of uh, uh, <clears throat> the boss, Dabney Coleman, forget his name in the movie. You got to, you got to, how much time is the boss hitting on the staff? That's hours probably a week. right? You running from the boss, according to 9 to 5. That's a full-time job. You well, know? I Chihuahua. You ever see that movie? Um, no. Dolly Parton, uh, 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 Donna Lee, Dora Lee, running from uh, Franklin Hart. Now, Mr. Hart! You know, she had to tie him up with the telephone cable. No, it, this, it sounds kinky. <laughs> well, it was when they, well, yeah, long story, but it was. <laughs> kind of cool. Not for Dora Lee. She said, Mr. Hart, I'm married. Get your hands off. Yeah, your boss isn't supposed to touch you. But anyways, yeah, I, see if it works. I think people would be very happy. Yeah. I just, uh, I, feel, I feel like uh, it's just the motivation factor of, of knowing. if you, you know you can get your work done in four days. Mm-hmm. And if you, I mean, being well-rested coming in. Feeling like you were able to, because like honestly, why are you working? I got a right? buddy. I got a buddy. He's a systems uh, uh, analyst. He works for a credit union here in town, and he says he get, he's usually by Thursday his project for the week is done, and so he's just clocked in. Yeah, hanging out. Then he works at home. Yeah. So, but that's different. That's different than like you said, a restaurant, a bar. I get it. Right. Right. But, I mean, if all you're doing is waking up and going to work and <laughs> right. paying bills. Right. I mean, you can't. That isn't what life is about. Right? Why are you working? What do you work for? But most people work so that they can, whatever, travel. It's, it's or, the matrix, dude. You know? Right. You can walk right out that door and live the life you want. The life that you know. And everything will be the same, Biatch, if you walk out that door. Unless you take the red pill. And see how far the rabbit hole goes with a four-day work week. Um, can I think about it? <laughs> this is going to be the longest movie ever in the history of the world. For like six hours, Morpheus is still sitting there going, come on, make a decision. Christ's sake. Hi, how's it going? 
You'll never own a house where can- God, that guy's noisy. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Hey, I get up at 7, yeah, and I go to work at 9. I got no time for living. I'm working all the time. It's good. It's really good. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Okay. This story really irritated me. I have a lot of friends in the service industry, so uh, I get offended by these stories. Like prostitutes? Oh, the whores. Uh, what if I didn't know some whores? What do you What do you care? OnlyFans doesn't count as whore, does it? When you pay them to put things in their vagina. It's kind of. They're sex workers. They prefer the term sex workers. Would that be the stink garage? <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway, a report a few months ago uh, found the whole over-tipping thing during the pandemic had leveled off. Well, now... Uh-oh. <laughs> a new study found we're officially headed in the other direction. <sighs> Hello, and 489 a gallon. <laughs> we are worse tippers bow, bow, bow. than we used to be. Bow, bow, bow. That's because you didn't want your favorite pizza and beer place to go away. You jackass. <laughs> Creditcards.com does a poll each year to see how often Americans tip in different situations. And the average person is now a giant asshole. I'm I'm uh I'm at a healthy twenty to twenty five percent. Yeah, I try to stick stick to the standard. Right. Well, this is just you, you just wait. The average person is now less likely to tip than they were in 2019. Only seventy three percent said they always tip at restaurants. You need to always tip at a restaurant. Whoever you other 27% are, march your happy ass down here so I can punch you in the face. So that's down 77% from three years ago. I, I can tell you, we uh, we dine out with um, a couple of people who don't believe in tipping. Oh, you know some assholes. Hey, 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 hey. Don't take the tone with me. And uh, I'm it's not, okay to I'm call not, them what they are. I'm not the bad guy. You got the wrong guy. You're condoning their behavior by hanging out with them. No, so what we do is when they get up and leave, we uh, leave the tip. Yeah. So, so we, uh, we, we uh, don't put them on the spot. And we don't have to have the conversation, so we just take care of it. Sure. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine. I'm not blowing it in. I have thing. to do the same thing when I'm, I. I'm just saying there are people that go through life that that don't believe in tipping. Yeah, Netflix. it's my mother. What are their job? Oh, Judy Blue Eyes. <laughs> Hello, my sweet sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Only fifty seven percent always tip food delivery people. Are you telling me? Well, the, that you get a pizza delivered and you don't tip the mofo. Well, our well our tip is in the uh, goes on the card. Right. Call it in. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But other people aren't leaving a tip. And, like, does that, that th- include your DoorDasher? Was that a thing before the pandemic? So, um, 63% always tipped food delivery people before. <clears throat> and now we're down to 57%. So, some people gave up tipping them. 43% always tipped their Uber drivers down from 49%. I thought, I cannot believe. That people don't tip their drivers. It's just mind-blowing. Um, a, a few of the stats that uh, they said stayed flat or gone up slightly. We're just as likely to tip our hotel housekeepers as we used to be. 
and we're a little more likely to be tipping for haircuts. See, everybody, I, I... You need to tip on all these things. Sure, I do, like my haircut lady over here at Supercuts. Yeah. I, I throw five bucks on my... Gotta throw money eight, on my $18 haircut. I think yeah. that's fair. That's totally fair. I think that's fair. Uh, now, Uber, I don't have the app, but I never get it. I'm always with people that have Uber. I'm shocked. So is the tip built in or, no. or you put it on? Yeah. Okay. And then... Well, say you say you have a uh, two-mile Uber. What do you tip well, like? Well, yeah. What do you put on there? Five bucks? I, I do the standard, whatever the 20% is okay. or whatever. All right. I just do 20% across the board. So that's not based on time in car. You just you, you do a flat 20 no matter what. Right. You're good. Whether it's 20 miles or Although two miles. Although that yeah. one guy, that one Uber driver who Ooh. was a listener and I was drunk and he kissed my ass and I double tipped him. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so flattery will get you everywhere for the record. This is why women at strip clubs make a thousand dollars a night. That's true. Same mentality. I think she likes me. But <laughs> hey, don't forget the uh, the stripper economic report. My friends that are dancers were telling me months ago that there is a recession coming because they could they just know by how people spend money at strip club. Uh, I was there's and how many people are there. There's a waitress out at Ho Chunk Madison. Uh, she's got long black hair. She's really cool. She's got like a oh, what's her accent? She told me and I can't remember. An Indian. It's a very very tiny country. It's very tiny. not China. China's huge. Not China. It's the opposite of China. China's like the whole earth. <laughs> See the actual opposite of China. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I tipped her. She she's very friendly, and she she will stand there and talk to you. And I said, "You have a lovely accent. It's really really cool." Mm-hmm. She says, "Oh, you don't like it?" I'm like, "No, it's amazing." Uh, talk to me. Tell me. Tell me a story. Uh, and she comes over. She's very attentive. Yeah, and I tipped her twenty bucks. Nice. Yeah, because she's nice. Yeah. And she comes back, and she her service was fantastic. Totally. And she brought me three beers. I think I gave her a 20. That's nice. And See? you know what I'm saying? You know, right. they're working their ass off. Right. But then you think about how many people are there and they're not even. Oh, oh dude, a huge amount. Right. Of totally. old, old people on oxygen with their right. $20 that they go in with. And that's fine. I'm not uh, discrediting that. No, them, it's but, not fine. But you have to, you have to do something. <sighs> and this is why I feel like everybody... Needs to work in the service industry at least once in their life. Yeah. And everybody should also like work in healthcare or with some, you know, disabled people or something. You need to have some sort of service experience and some sort of taking care of people experience. What's the best tip you've ever left, no matter what the amount? Uh, do, you, do, you have a, do you have an occasion? Um, I laughed... An eighty dollar tip on a twenty dollar bill once. Eighty dollar tip on a twenty dollar bill. Really? What yeah. was this? What happened? A great server. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, I had the extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, she was fantastic. No, I know I you're. Could... I've seen you in action. You're very good and very generous. I've seen you do. You that. don't have to. No, no. It's it's a thing. Mm. It's fine. Uh, but that it was. I can't even remember what the thing was. She was going to school or something, and I just she was just really really freaking good at her job. She was fantastic and. And I know sometimes it feels good to have somebody recognize that. So, yeah, I just wrote on there. I was like, "You are awesome." Was, I think I, I, I think I tipped our two bartenders at our wedding uh, four hundred dollars, but they became as 
big a part of our wedding as some of the family with it. They were, I wouldn't know they, I wasn't there. They, it was the. <laughs> Somebody's like, like, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) is that B.I. serving me drinks? This is great. It's the only way I could get in. No, no, it was the pandemic. We were only allowed to have 25 people, so Mm. we were in the midst of a global pandemic. Don't 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 pretend like you care about COVID now, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen, uh, in Dane County, if I could have had 300 people, I would have. (laughs) Trust me, I would have. We were the only wedding out at that damn golf course the whole 2021. And that's a historical fact. But they became as big a part of our, the group as, as the family that was there. Yeah. They were amazing. Yeah. And it's just effortless when you have great service. Or it right. Should, it should be, anyways. Totally. And, I mean, it's, And I loved them for it. They were really, really cool. And it's not, I, there's this attitude like, oh, everybody can do that job. I actually kicked no. out my wife and the two bartenders moved into my house. It's unbelievable. That's fine. Christy's been staying with me anyway. Yeah, you did that with Judy. Judy. Yeah, I got to go see Judy. Oh, my God. Dude. You better take one of the boater pills, dude. You got two servers and a Judy to take care of. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, God. Walking crooked. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me see here. Let me see. Good morning. You mean that stripper really doesn't like me, Johnny? <laughs> well, I'm I'm not saying that, uh, some some might like you. Sure, I mean there's a chance. Don't give up. It's not hopeless. You just gotta go in a lot. Just <laughs> leave a lot of money. <laughs> you gotta show much made. We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show podcast. Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, the original Top Gun was based on a 1983 magazine story called Top Guns. Did you know that? Uh, I did not. By a guy named Ehud Yone. His heirs are taking advantage of a provision in a copyright law oh, here we go. that allows authors to reclaim the rights to their works after 35 years. They say Paramount did not renew the rights <laughs> to the original article before making Top Gun Maverick. So cases like this might actually become more common as studios continue to revive older franchises. One of the lawyers representing the Yone family also represented the writers of the original Predator movie. Predator. Who sued 20th Century to regain the rights to their screenplay. He's also representing the heirs of some comic book writers who want to regain rights to characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that's pretty interesting. Man, you think legal would have uh, crossed the T's on that one. I guess not. It's incredible. But uh, the new Top Gun, I mean, uh, was the article called Top Gun? Um, the hold on, the original called, article? It was called Top Guns. Oh, Top Guns. Well, that's not Top Gun, is it? There's only one Top Gun. Well, they aren't denying that that's Tom what Cruise. they took it from. Yeah, right, 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 right. They just didn't renew. Right. Their right to use it. I wonder what they paid that dude, or if they had to pay five bucks. <laughs> they paid him five bucks. That's like the guy that uh, uh, designed the Nike swoosh. I think they paid him 150 bucks. Right. Threw him out the back door. Now he just has PTSD every time he oh, sees a Nike. Could you imagine? Could you imagine what that logo's worth? Mm-hmm. Billions. Yeah. I think I saw an article where he was not mad about it. 
He's like, I just don't my job. Sure. What's you know? it, what good are you, is for it going to do for you to get mad about For it? every 300 logos he probably does. <laughs> How many have worked? You know, and I mean, now he can be like, yeah, dude, I freaking designed the Nike swoosh. So you want to hire me as your graphic designer, right? Now, if he did the Netflix, the Amazon, uh, the FedEx, and the Coca-Cola, it only got 125 bucks. I'd be like, dude, how many times you got to go through this? (laughs) You need a better agent. You need to know your worth, bro. Uh, Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So, uh, they want money? Uh, Yeah. Um, uh, I think they want. You know what the wonder what the, I I really like to know what they paid the first. They want time to around. reclaim the rights to their works. Wow! Holy holies! Holy holy holy! Yeah, I would love to know what they paid um, the producers for the first Top Gun. Probably not much. I mean, I think if I understand that right, in Hollywood, you buy the rights. That doesn't mean the movie's going to get made. That doesn't mean anything. You just buy the rights. Right. Up, up to make something with it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. You have first right uh, to make or not make a movie. If that's your thing. I think that happened with uh, 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 a Saturday Night Fever too. That was taken from an article. And but they did they pay the guy? Was there a lawsuit? What? I don't have to check. Huh. Don't know. I ain't in Hollywood. I'm in Windsor. I know, Lord. Dang. Dang. Yeah, man, when there's that much money on the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's weird that you would not uh, secure that. <laughs> you would think, I mean, because they were working on this. How long have we been hearing about the Top Gun Maverick movie? Forever. And nobody was like, hey. Do we still have the rights to this? It's so you. Th- how giant is the legal department? Well, maybe they think they can. Studio? Right, maybe they can think they can just uh, go to court and appeal it on. Uh, you know, Top Gun. He didn't have a. He didn't have a copyright to Top Gun. That you know, Top Gun is actually the name of the uh, is is. No, it's not. No, Top Gun is not the official name of it. I think it's Fighter Weapons School in San Diego. Or fighter weapons, something. Uh, but the but the remember in the movie, but the officers, but the pilots call it Top Gun. So it's just this generic term. It's weird. You even need a. But it was based on that article, and yeah, they acknowledged right, right. that it was based on that article. Right. So they already set the the tone for it. I all. suppose. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Tom, Tom Cruise is the devil. <laughs> I'll just finish that for you. Tom Cruise had the writer of that article killed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tom Cruise is going to systematically murder the whole family. Well, maybe he'd be happy with a uh, hundred thousand dollars. I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> they want to reclaim the rights to it. So, wouldn't that mean anything going forward they would get? Yeah. There's a. I wonder if a jury would hear that. Or a judge would just throw a number out. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that seems like something that's totally negotiated with lawyers. Right, be settled or whatever. Um. All right. Uh, this article really hit me hard because we just talked about it last week. Um, 
I had a, it makes me so sad. I had a trunk full of Jenkos, like bitchin' Jenkos, like ugh. the ones with, like piping down the side and like giant, like the forty-inch bottoms on them. You know, huge Jenkos. And I know all of you out there that are in my same age range, you feel what I'm saying right now. The early 2000s fashions officially cool again. I thought Jenko was a fishing lure. You don't need to participate in this. What's a Jenko? It's a jean. It's a brand of jeans. Oh, I didn't even know that. Um, I'm happy for you. Good. Now shut up. Influencers are lashing on to the 2000s coming back. Uh, hashtags like Y2K style and Y2K fashion are trending. All oh, those, those giant cartoon pants. <laughs> yeah. Those are funny, dude. A uh, few examples include, you know, bright colors, wild t-shirts, <laughs> low-rise jeans, Ed Hardy stuff, tiny purses. Yeah, those are hilarious. Velour tra- tracksuits with Juicy on the back. I do remember your Jenko phase. Oh, hell yeah, Yeah, dude. now that, uh, yeah, I-, I like them. Yeah. Um, I would not wear them now, I don't think, but whatever. I wish I would have kept them because I could totally sell them as vintage to these rich kids that are bringing back Y2K style. You, you, you like uh, smuggle a 10-pound bag of Skittles into the movie theater with those things. Dude, you could get a whole 12-pack of beer. You could bring another person in with you. For sure. Hidden in your Jenkos. For sure. Um, you really want to feel old. Stuff from the Y2K era is being sold as vintage. A lot of recent shows and movies set in the early 2000s are being called period pieces. Oh, wow. Uh, but uh, whatever. If you hung on to them Jenkos, you sell them top dollar to a young person. You make money. Used Jenkos. I assume they still make them. Well, they did. The Jenkos said they were coming back, but I don't know. Oh yeah, look. Oh, see, and they're expensive. So, like, you go on the Jenko website, they're two hundred bucks. And I remember they were like one hundred and fifty dollars pants back then. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, you and I certainly have different philosophies on pants. Tell me your pants philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> Tight and right. That's right. Yeah. No. Oh my God. I'm I need to get off of this website or I'm gonna be spending money I ain't got. All my money be spoken for right now. All oh, those camos are fly, dude. That's right. I'm bringing back the word fly because it's Y2K style. We're back. Um, so anyway, just think about that and if you really wanna Scare your children. Go on to the Jenko.com website and order yourself a pair of Jenkos. And uh, treat why, yourself. Why did you stop wearing them? Well, they they stopped selling them in stores. Oh, they became not the trend. Um. So yeah, I mean, I suppose. God, I it's weird so that you give up so easy. I mean, I kept my fanny pack. I kept wearing fanny packs because I believe I'm a believer. I stay true to my art. Mm-hmm. And it's a little purse, and I can carry stuff, and I get, and I don't lose stuff. I'd rather look stupid and never and look uncool to you, and know where my keys are at the end of the night. But I mean, you have a purse; you you have that going for you. Yeah, you have a prison purse. 
I don't even want to know <laughs> what's going on there. But 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 thank you. Uh, People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke that skin wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Do you know what today is? No what? Today is National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. I would like real chocolate ice cream. Vats and vats of chocolate ice cream. Today we celebrate a flavor that comes in second in popularity, even though it was invented first. Chocolate ice cream. Do you like chocolate ice cream? <laughs> Brain freeze. I do admit I used a bit to put in my coffee. Served with chocolate ice cream. Happy chocolate ice cream day. It's showtime. dance like that at work it distracts me makes my loins swell uh do you like chocolate ice cream i do like chocolate ice cream i only like it if it's in a twist cone it's not my go-to no. I, won't, I won't buy uh i won't buy it at the supermarket but uh what i buy i'm like a strawberry raspberry guy oh yeah like cherry did you see that johnny did you see that Wendy's has a strawberry frosty out? Oh, was that their big news? I saw they were coming out with a big announcement. I thought they were going to clone Dave and bring him back like a like a T Rex. Oh, Dave, rip! Um, I ordered and I haven't tried it yet though. The Halo Top ice cream. Not familiar with it. Um, it's low carb, high protein. Mm. And low fat. So three grams of fat, uh, only 21 grams of carbs with three grams of dietary fiber in there. Eight real sugars. Um, Six grams of protein. So, you know, considerably better. You just can't eat the whole thing, you ass. That's like uh, the, uh, don't be fooled, ladies and gentlemen. I bought those Kodiak cake uh, waffles. Or garbage. Dedicate one to the ladies. But it's Kodiak cake. Need something to keep you high cool. protein. Yeah, high protein waffles. Yeah, I don't. Just garbage. Drink your protein shake and move about your day. I ate one and throw them away. Uh, Dave's got something for you. Tell you what it is. It's a quite pants. Oh my my, I'm your eyes remain. Stop me when I'm passing by. See now all my flavors are guaranteed to satisfy. Hold on a second, baby. I gotta put my banana Dixie cups. All flavors and push-ups too. Man, push-ups are legit. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. Uh, National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Do with that information what you will. Culver's Raspberry. Calm down. Um, let's move on to Brangelina. Uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie found something new to fight about. Brad is suing Angelina for selling her half of the Chateau Meraval wine business to a Russian oligarch. Out of all the oligarchs, you pick a Russian. Brad says Angelina intentionally sought to inflict harm on him by selling her interest in the company, even though they'd agreed to never sell without the other's consent. Uh. His lawsuit claims that she did the deal in secret. And now the guy she sold to, a Russian oligarch named Yuri Scheffler, is launching a hostile takeover because he's a Russian. 
Uh, Jolie has sought to force Pitt into partnership with a stranger. Worse yet, a stranger with poisonous associations and intentions. Brad also says he grew Mirabelle into a multi-million dollar global business and she did nothing to contribute to the success. My goodness. He's seeking a jury trial to have the sale nullified. He also wants damages from Angelina with the amount TBD. Yeah, I know the feeling. I was pretty pissed when Christie sold our vineyard to a Russian oligarch in France. Yeah, I was kind of depressed for a week, couple of weeks, but I got over it. Yeah. Happens all, it happens to all of us. Yeah, well, you know, with a good therapist, <laughs> you can move through anything. I can totally relate. <laughs> Problems we'll never have for one million, Alex. Thank you. If I had a friggin' dollar every time uh, my wife sold one of our French wineries yeah. to Russian. That bitch. <laughs> that bitch. I'd be right. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but J.J.O.